This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're doing well and having an incredible day. What a show we have in store for you today. Let's make it happen. So, okay, Ramadan hits the 50% mark. So we are halfway through Ramadan, which means we have probably discovered a couple of things about ourselves. Maybe shaking off the cobwebs, getting a bit lazy in the first couple of days and rightfully so. But also getting a routine. So we're talking about that today. And what are we struggling with? Let's kind of strip it back a little bit and say... What is it that we've been struggling with in Ramadan, whether you're fasting or not, or whether just kind of embracing the month? We're going to be talking about that side and how we kind of rectify that on the show today. We're also talking about the Champions League results following yesterday, Chelsea versus Real Madrid and tonight, PSG versus Manchester City. And the Hall of Fame has been released in the Premier League. So we're talking about that today. Who's missing? Have you seen the list? If you haven't, we've been mentioning that on the show today. And sometimes stats can be deceiving. So are we looking at stats? Are we looking at performance? Or are we looking at more than that? We're checking that up on the show today as well. And we're also taking all your questions and your answers for the day. So make sure you stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in on the Instagram live. Thank you very much for connecting. What's up, Zulfi? I see you. Tarek, Lara, Terry, uh, Shamsa. Shamsa, yeah, I got that right. And what? What a name. <laughs> Fahad, Zara, and everyone else who is locked in right now with me on Instagram. Okay, so Ramadan's hit the 50% mark right now. And what have we discovered about ourselves? Now, normally the first couple of days, you know, it, it just to get into the swing of things. So basically, maybe the lack of coffee in the morning, maybe your exercise routine has been switched around. Maybe you take a couple of days off just to kind of see how the body's going to respond. Um, what have you found challenging? I think that's my question for you guys during Ramadan. The good stuff we've spoken about. We've spoken about nutrition on the show. We've spoken about training on the show. We've even spoken about matching your training and activity to your nutrition. We're kind of bringing all that in together. But what I want to ask you guys, 4215, or do, uh, message me and let me know what has been the most challenging and even better, let's add a positive twist to it. How have you overcome it? That's kind of what I'm I'm, I'm kind of playing about with today. What's up, Ala? All the way from Saudi as well, who's locked in sending his regards. Okay, so I think for the first couple of days for me was hearing so many contrasting things. Now, for those of you that were with us last year, I actually trained before suhoor, which was around 3 a.m. And the reason why, before you think I'm crazy, which I am, uh, the reason why was because most of my clients who I train would like to do it just before iftar. So if I'm training clients, I can't retrain myself. And so that's one of the things I experimented last year. Now, this year, I haven't done that. I've tried to go a different route. I've tried to, to 
probably experiment with different times. One to two, just before I come into the radio, that was one time. Five to six, if I don't have any clients on that day where I can kind of train, just do my thing. Um, 6.30 to 7.30. Now you might think, why? Why <laughs> Why would you train uh, just as you're about to break fast? Well, here's the thing. Um, just being able to have some water and maybe some dates. I think that was kind of like the first thing that I brought with me to the session and I was already in the middle of the session so maybe 15-20 minutes had some more to date just kind of took my time a little bit then got back into it for the next 45 minutes and then tried that out as well as a as a as an experiment then the 7.30 to 8.30 which I've seen a lot of people do uh, by that point you're hydrated probably had a little bit to eat not too much because it does come out quick um, so tried that as well and that was it was okay you know when I had um Mark Doherty on the show, he was saying that he doesn't agree with, uh, his opinion was not to agree with fasting while uh, training while fasting. And I could see that. I could see the idea of why he would discuss that when it comes down to health and fitness. He would say that the body already is dehydrated. Why put it even uh, even furthermore in dehydration? And so in in that sense, that made sense. But again, every person is different and the way that our bodies respond to activity is different. It might not be high intensity interval training that you're doing. It could be strength training. It could be more of a slow pace, you know, uh, lists or low intensity steady state training. Or uh, even something where you're just going for a walk or going for, you know, something that's kind of casual, a nice little breeze through that. So with the activity in Ramadan, everyone kind of faced different challenges, whether it's a female or a male, whether they're going through their cycle or not. There were so many factors in sports science that we kind of looked at and said, well, the body adapts to the situation that we put it through and it normally takes a couple of days where the sugar is then released in a certain way and your fuel gets to fuel on whether it's carbohydrates or energy or fat or 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 protein it fuels off that so all in all it came down to finding what works for you in ramadan so i want you to tell me what has worked for you in ramadan we're 50 percent through the month already it's been a blessed month so far we've kind of been able to find ourselves find our energy in that and and take it from there and if you are training has certain things worked more for you are you sleeping good enough that's another one that's that's really really good you know uh when it comes down to ramadan and 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 that's where we kind of reset our bodies reset our minds we kind of see what works for us and see how we can manipulate the domino system so that you don't feel like one thing is affecting the chain reaction and that is how I've looked at it and I've also asked different people at the gym I've said to you hey how you doing how you feeling some people are like really tired can't do it some people are like feeling great some people are like yeah, just getting on with it I think I kind of go in the middle some days I feel good some days I don't feel as energetic but I just roll with it I might go hard on one day I might go soft on the other day and just kind of take it easy and something steady would be kind of good for me so I want to know what you guys are thinking Text me on 4215 do or even we've actually got a riddle for you as well. So I'm going to try and read you this riddle now. Here we go. Okay. So if you are tuned in, you can actually win 500 dirhams uh, with us if you tune into the uh, evening karak with Aishin Bazmi and Mikhail Afteya, which is revealed at 9.30 today. The riddle is, after a fall, I decide to take over, then life starts to stall or starts to grow slower. What am I? SMS 4215 Shout out to everyone on the Instagram Reem, Imruni, Mustafa Hamwidayt We talk about books and he comes out straight away um, <laughs> Talk about this in my bed Where you should say Give away signed copies Man, that's why he's the man uh, Reem, Sarah, Ala, Amin, Zulfi We're going to take a quick break And we'll be right back after this Enjoy folks
is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire, then what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live and we are professional for those who are tuning on Instagram Live. Yes, we are back in Pulse95 Radio Studios doing the halftime show. Now, if you did miss the show, don't worry. You can catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud or on Rami or head over to the YouTube channel and check out Pulse95 Radio. I have some wicked guests on there talking wicked things from mental health, gut health, the way the brain conditions the body, the way the body conditions the brain. There's so much good stuff and more on there. So make sure you check that out. And everyone else who's tuned in and giving me all the comments on uh, on Instagram Live. Thank you guys for making me feel loved. Okay, now, in the first part of the show, we spoke about Ramadan hitting the 50% mark of the schedule. And also, what's been happening for you? Like, have you now got into a bit of routine? We've got two weeks left when you think about it. Actually, it's, it's much... Listen, when you grow up in the UK and you do Ramadan over there, then you come over here, it's a breeze. Because in the UK, people are out munching... There's like normal working hours, longer fasting hours. It's very, very different. So, yeah, you know, um, when you come over here and you hear the Adhan and, and, you know, you're around family and you get to work with incredible people like these guys here. And it's, it's, alhamdulillah, it's much, much more lighter. Okay, cool. So Champions League results. I had some questions earlier. Tarek, if you're still here, um, he asked me, what did you, hold on, let me just scroll through and... And get this question out. Okay. Uh, here we go. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. Uh, what did you make of the loss yesterday? Well, firstly, Tarek, it wasn't a loss. It may have appeared to be like a loss, but it wasn't a loss. It was a 1-1 draw. And saying that with Chelsea facing Madrid out there in Madrid, it wasn't at the Bernabeu. Then the psychology of it is that with 1-1, it's kind of a better result than 0-0. Mainly being the fact that there might be an away goal. But saying that, You've got the away goal. You go back to Stamford Bridge. You had to score anyway to win the game. It's a different psychology. However, with the chances created, especially in the first half, first half was excellent. I kind of thought Chelsea would have been able to put the game to bed. Saying that, the experience of the midfield with Casemiro, Modric and Cruz, they're on another level when it comes down to how to manage games, game management. However, looking at that, you can say that now you have a clean slate to kind of get those players fresh. Uh, Tuchel likes to rotate. I had another question come in and say, what do you think of Tuchel so far? I think it's been good because I think, to be honest, when he's come in, he kind of... Let me give you a bit of a, a background on Tuchel. He kind of knows what to expect. He's seen managers come and go. The psychology of stepping into a new environment when it comes down to coaching is very different if you've seen 15 managers in, let's say, 15 years. It's very, very different. When you go to a place that's had a manager for 22 years, for example, it's, it's different because you have to build a legacy and you kind of have to follow those footsteps. But when someone's been there for a year or two, the players have had that time with that coach and have pretty much been used to switching uh, techniques, strategies, uh, recovery uh, periods, uh, how they manage their preseason. If they have a preseason with COVID hitting, it's so many different things. So Tuchel has come in and said, you know, I got asked to take the job. I took it. And I decided what I was going to do with my coaching staff on the plane. It was very, very quick. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but if I if I do a good job, I'll stay. The, see, when you automatically, and I think this goes down in life in general, let alone just in coaching. But when you know your objectives and when you know what to expect and you've kind of stripped down any illusion of, you know, 
being in a dreamland. And yes, it's good to dream, but not in the sense that you think it's only going to go one way. And I think Tuchel's approach and his philosophy when coming into the Chelsea game has got him these results because he's looked at the, the model, he's looked at what's happened before he's come in and he's assessed the situation. So I think overall, he's done very, very well to come in, bring his staff with him. He's had experience with big personalities and therefore it's working for him at Chelsea. He's got a good combination of experience in Aspilicueta and he's also got the exper- the uh, the youth and the athleticism of your Mason Mounts and your Timo Werners and the players that are hungry and they want to prove a point. So looking at it overall, he's got really, really good squad to play about with. So if he didn't really hit the ground running, then you could have question marks at the end of the season. But so far, it looks like they're going to qualify for the Champions League. They're in the semi-final of the Champions League as we speak now. They've got a good chance to qualify into the final. And listen, maybe maybe win it you might say hey listen what about PSG and Man City Um, well they're facing tonight and right on cue because PSG and Man City are favorites to win it I'd say PSG probably with missing out in the final now have a big chance to be able to take this to another level Pochettino's you know in the realm now and he's actually looking after the players and and so far he's done I'd say reasonably well maybe not necessarily in the in Ligue 1 but in the Champions League now League R or the French League is normally something you expect as a given. They've won it eight years running, etc. That you know what they're going to do. But the Champions League, they've never won. If they win the Champions League and Pochettino's in charge, then all of a sudden we start to take his credentials seriously because his development has been very impressive, but not his awards. So you see how you kind of pace all these factors in when it comes down to coaching and development and results. It's a results business, whether you like it or not, whether you're doing big things or not. Sometimes there's no room for development because you you have to be successful straight away. Uh, so here, here's, here's how that's going to pan out. Now, looking at Manchester City and the way that Pep sets up his teams, one thing he's actually incredible at doing, and I will say this very, very honest with you guys, breaking up play. You might say they pass the ball around and they move it around and they do fantastic things as a football club. Yes, correct. But they also know how to stop you from doing that. And if you watch the Tottenham game against uh, Manchester City and the way they stop play, the fouls, the fact that the same player doesn't break up play in certain movements and patterns on the pitch is what differentiates City from a lot of people. If they win all these trophies this year, That would be one of the main skills that they have that other teams don't have. And that's what I look at when I assess coaches, when I assess the way they manage the game. Sometimes you could be 1-0 up and you see someone bombing down the field and trying to score a second goal. Not with Pep Guardiola. Everything is pretty much analyzed and assessed in what moves and what patterns they have to play into. And this is the difference between... Manchester City this year and Manchester City a couple years back because you've had to face the Liverpools at their pump. You've had to face, you know, the the, the Real Madrids and the Barcelona. So now you kind of know how to manage the game. And that will be the key factor tonight against PSG when they face them. Yes, it's only one leg tonight, but the way they break up play and the way they avoid getting yellow cards might be the difference in this tie because if you look at people like Neymar you look at people like Mbappe tricky tricky characters very skillful full of technical ability full of speed very sharp on the turn that's going to be the difference coming into the Champions League tonight so let me know what you think 4215 at the or do thank you everyone who is tuned in right now and locked in with me on the Instagram they're still talking about my age following 
after we found out how young Omni is on the show. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And the 23 players who've been nominated in the Hall of Fame, I want your feedback on that. Let me know what you think, and I'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the pirate! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, a couple of good questions coming in today. Uh, Masoud, how do you remain in a proactive state? And we have another question. How you shape your mindset to be in that state very good questions Masoud really really like that enjoy that a lot um, it comes down to doing things that actually are good for you and I say that in a, I know it sounds very very simple but even in Reset we speak about that quite a bit there's a lot of factors that feed into the brain and in feeding into those they're things that make you happy they release uh, endorphins hormones uh, good, good emotions and that comes down to you know the other day uh, on the show, I spoke about, you know, tips to train your brain. And it came down to um, exercise was one of them, obviously. You know, fueling the body, meditation, uh, gratitude, you know, writing things down, putting things out, visually actually writing things out, whether you have a whiteboard or whether it's just on paper or even a gratitude journal. All these things, uh, you know, really help with that. Spending time with the family, you know, just putting your phone away for a second and just being able to to embrace you know uh, the time that you have with your family if it's if you have kids or if you if you have your parents or even if you if you enjoy just being around pets as well you know there's so many things that kind of just make you happy and 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 that are really good ways to kind of keep that nice state that steadiness uh, in what's a, such an active um, lifestyle things seem to be so hectic you know pre and post pandemic you know a lot of the times i heard from people and they were saying I'm more busy now than I was before. You know, th- th- these are things that is is normal because the expectations are higher. You know, people are getting really nervous and anxious about losing their jobs, and 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 so they want to do more. And and yet, even when they're resting, their brain is still working. So that's why you kind of don't fall into a, a nice pattern of sleep. So that's just regarding that, Masoud. But you know, you've got to be able to do things that are good for your brain and. You can't do that if you have bad habits. And we don't necessarily notice the bad habits, but they come from that. So I hope that answers your question. Do things that make you happy. Spend time uh, you know, on yourself. Self-love, self-care, really important. If you enjoy doing things, do more of them. If you enjoy reading, read more. If you like watching things on TV, if you like listening to podcasts, if you like you know, uh, just spending time with kids or or, or with family I think that's really key for just kind of getting that nice balance and that steady state when it comes down to that so I hope that's answered your question Mr. Wood. okay right a uh, couple of things uh, happening at the moment now now the other day I got a bunch of messages from people saying oh my god did you see the 23 players in, uh, nominated for the Hall of Fame after Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer were rightfully so nominated inducted in the Hall of Fame the first two in the Hall of Fame that was really really good but when I look at the the nominations uh, I was kind of like I kind of look at these things sometimes and maybe you're going to say this is the coaching me but I kind of look at these things sometimes and wonder what are they assessed by are they assessed by trophies when you look at someone whether it's in sport or in general 
is it by the honors that you win or is it based on how you make people feel how you bring out the best in people i think that's really key to look at so when i saw alan shearer and Thierry Henry inducted in the hall of fame for those that don't know those characters Thierry Henry arguably the greatest player to play in the Premier League and Alan Shearer the best goal scorer in the Premier League facts uh, proven got the most goals in the league and didn't move to a big club so maybe he doesn't have necessarily the same trophies as you know the others but has the respect so this is where I'm kind of playing about with it how do you define success is it by how many trophies you win or is it by the performance or how you make people feel now when i looked at the 23 nominations for the uh, hall of fame i saw tony adams hey you know how i feel about tony adams tony adams is a legend and a great leader so i can see why he'd be in there rio ferdinand's in there john terry's in there you know uh, john terry was actually on the show before so being able to interview him and then seeing him in the hall of fame that's always nice to see then you've got andy cole matthew letizia for those that don't know who that is, someone that stayed with Southampton, maybe didn't win the league, maybe didn't win you know, European trophies, but was an absolute legend for that. David Beckham, a household name, again, has been to the biggest clubs in the world, but doesn't always get the credit for his ability compared to his image rights. And someone that if you ask any of those fantastic players around the world will tell you he was one of the best players at what he did in the game. That's just out there. Robbie Fowler, Robin Van Persie, Ashley Cole, arguably the best left back in the Premier League history. Michael Owen, Dennis Burkamp, Steven Gerrard, another one, stayed at Liverpool, could have moved somewhere else uh, and won Champions Leagues but didn't win the Premier League. Does that define success? Nemanja uh, Vidic, for me, wasn't there long enough. Uh, Didier Drogba, uh, a striker of his own kind. Peter Schmeichel, in my opinion, the best goalkeeper ever. Uh, Saul Campbell Roy Keane another great leader Patrick Vieira giants in the game see when you look at these people Les Ferdinand uh, Paul Scholes probably someone on stats was not great but if you ask most people they'll tell you he was the best midfielder of his generation Eric Cantona another crazy uh, you know footballer that did some incredible things and was very controversial Frank Lampard goal scoring record amazing and Ian right 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 those are the ones there now looking at the nominations you might be wondering hey why isn't this player there the rules are they have to be retired to be inducted in the Hall of Fame that's the first thing so Cristiano Ronaldo for example isn't eligible because he's still playing then you look at people like Ryan Giggs has anyone won more trophies than Ryan Giggs is it his off the field antics that have caused a space for him not to be in the Hall of Fame following the court situation he's going through at the moment now and then I look at someone like um, Cesc Fabregas now you might say oh it's because you're an Arsenal fan Cesc Fabregas stats are probably better than Kevin De Bruyne and you might be thinking what and Kevin De Bruyne by the way in my opinion is the best midfielder out there at the moment but if you look at stats and we're going by stats here because you've told me that that's what you want you know from the Hall of Fame the Premier League all-time assist Cesc Fabregas has more than uh, Kevin De Bruyne so why isn't he in the Hall of Fame let's just put it out there Ryan Giggs isn't in the Hall of Fame 162 assists Um, that tells you something as well Wayne Rooney 94 assists you see what I mean so how do we judge success I'm just putting it out there now and I want to know from you guys 
from the list that I've actually named, who do you think should be there and who shouldn't be from the list I've named and 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 why? Tell me why. Don't just tell me who you think. Tell me why you think that person should be there. We'll take a quick break right now and uh, and we'll be right back. I'm going to play you some uh, just the two of us. Bill Withers. Here you go. Enjoy Mustafa. This one's for you. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what's the goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time, and it's the Halftime Show. We're nearly at full-time, actually, on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Some really, really good things happening today on today's show. The term greatest is often easy on the tongue, but the Premier League released a Hall of Fame nominee list, and I was asking you today if you agreed with that list. If you hadn't catched, if you didn't catch the show and you had missed out on what we said earlier, remember you can catch all of our shows on YouTube on Pulse95 Radio. Did you agree with the nominees? Who should be in there? Who shouldn't be in there? That's another one. Looking at all those uh, big profiles. But also, we were talking about Ramadan. Ramadan's hit the 50% mark, and the energy is, uh, is is fire when it comes down to Ramadan, especially after the first few weeks. So we've already, alhamdulillah, reached the halfway mark and going to the second. My question to you was, you know... Um, what have you discovered about yourself in Ramadan? Whether you're fasting or not, whether you're Muslim or not, have you discovered something different? Have you taken up a hobby? Are you doing things differently? How has the food been? Now that the hours are different, do you find that you are recording your meals down? Are you tracking them on apps or do you kind of measure your food? If not, that's fine as well. But also how is your sleep? My sleep is awful. <laughs> that's that's something that I uh, I think has been... You know, I need to work on that definitely because I, I wake up for um, Fajr prayer normally, and when it when it comes down to being like a couple of hours away, I'm thinking, what's the point of falling asleep? I can just, you know, pray and then go to bed. But yeah, my my sleep has been awful. So yeah, definitely not something that I want to do. Ramadan, Kareem, to you two more. Um, okay, so let's see. You would need a guy at your age. Only Omar needs it. Thanks, uh, Mustafa. Appreciate that. Brendan Rob- Rogers snubs Tottenham. Yes. Uh, again, I'm going to try, you know, not to be biased, but why would you leave Leicester for Tottenham right now? Um, the, the the London clubs or the super clubs aren't really as super as we've seen them. So I can understand why Brendan Rodgers, you know, would do that. But also, I also think that's a way of him getting more money as well. We've seen how uh, managers act when it comes down to contract disputes and talks and everything like that. So I can see that, you know, um, why he'd probably have that. Come on in, big has, come on in. Come on in. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, so, so yeah, just that's probably why uh, he, he's rejected Leicester. And uh, and I, I kind of looked at that and thought, yeah, he's got a project at the moment. They look like they might be qualifying in the Champions League. So why not? You know, why not? Um, but yeah, it's it's. I can see why you're saying that, you know, uh, um, Murad. It's definitely something that I've uh, I've looked at and, and can consider. But keep those questions coming in. What's up, Big Hass? How you doing, man? Why don't you jump on the mic, yeah, Big Hass? Talk to me. Tell me what's coming up on your show, man. What's, <laughs> this guy, the legend. Hold, let's give him a round of applause up in this place. What the round of applause? You, <laughs> Big Hass. Big Hass in Big the- round of applause to you, my brother. Big Hass, what's going on? OD, man. What up, man? I, I love how you always bring, um, you know, 
How much time we got? Because I have a lot we of things. Time. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, you know, like the, the, you always bring the the, the, the mental um, slash spiritual uh, heart elements when it comes to sport. I appreciate that, and I love that. Really, we need more people like you. Seriously, I'm I'm seriously yeah. talking right now because I believe that bo- basketball is life. For example, yeah, and it's not only one plus one equal two where you play, you shoot. There's a lot of things in it, mm-hmm. and I just I love your show, my brother, and. May Allah bless Thank you, you and uh, you. bless Ramadan that. to you and, and, and your lovely following. And um, I want to shout out your people, man, because like you were able to, you know, um, come through right here uh, and, and, and establish this incredible show. And I just love your energy, my brother. Reset. Go buy the book. What are you doing? Go buy that <laughs> book, man. Merch coming soon, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The merchandise yeah. is coming soon. We start off very humbly. But hey, I also appreciate your support in Reset. Course. You had a big, big role to play in that. The yes, launch yeah. of that, I can't forget that as well. That was, my man. That was a monumental day for me. That was, that was huge. Uh, because everything that you stand for and you do, my brother. Like I said, again, we need more people like you in the region because people really take sports as خلاص, mm-hmm. we, we break a sweat and that's it. But mm-hmm. it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And you bring that element. I see it in your talks. See how Thank you, you talk about it. And um, it's just incredible. Yella home, man. You know, we're a show that talks about nothing, bro. Like me and Anna Schofield. You know, always, I, I'm, enti- I'm always entertained, <laughs> man. I like the yeah. balance with you and Anna, actually. Yeah. But let me, let me just allude to something you said. You said basketball is life. What's, oh, what man. does basketball mean to you? Life, bro. Everything about it. The game saved me, man. So mm-hmm. many. You know, I've been on this beautiful show before and I said it. The basketball is life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I am really in, in, in the process of writing some sort of a, a book or whatever it is you want to call it. What? Yeah, because I, I really want to. I want people to. I really want people to see where where this is coming from, man. You know, okay. this basketball is not only just shooting a hoop. It's safe. And, and only people who play basketball play football if they're football fanatics and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. But a lot of things coming. And by the way, I just want to say thank you so much for clearing out what uh, the Super League situation. I was tuning in that day. <laughs> Not a lot of people understood what, what, what is going on. You know, but you crazy. broke it down because you took your time. Yes. You're one of the only shows that took time. You didn't really, you know, yeah. you know, you know, like that was beautiful. I'll tell you a funny thing. So I went, I played football that night. Monday when it came out, I played football on Monday and I went and I, there were 16 players there. As soon as I touched the field, yo, Omar, what's happening with the Super League? Yeah. I said, guys, uh, give me some time. Let me see what's happening. I went home. My mom said to me, Omar, how's that in my Super League? <laughs> God bless her. I was like, yeah. uh, you know, I said to my mom, I was like, mom, let, give me a day. Yeah. I need to, I need to see exactly. I need to have facts before yeah. I can jump in and, and then and when you came in I mean you know the, the, the social media have spoken yeah. people have spoken and yes. people I believe won that's all, all for now okay for now it, it's it's something Ooh. that yeah the fans have spoken mm. but the owners are still owning the club mm. so it's, money, it's money, yes money. and it's keeping things pending at the moment which is the, the thing is is like trying to disrupt something that's consistent in sport is already something that a lot of people try to do when they don't have the full power of it. Facts. Now I'm talking about people from outside of England who have huge, huge clubs that they own, like your Real Madrids and your Barcelonas and these guys and the, the Juventuses of this world. They're the ones who by name and by history are huge. But the problem is they're not earning as much as the Premier League are earning. Yeah. And even though those clubs might not be doing well Results-wise in the Premier League, they're still doing really well financially. So they're worth over 3.3 billion when it comes down to that. So if you want to change the club, a couple of voices might be good for now, but the club is still owned by people who aren't interested in that. Like if we look at, for example, you mentioned basketball. NBA. NBA. With the Americans, the Americans tend to love their sport, which is basketball, baseball, NFL. Yeah. 
But when the Americans own the Premier League, it's a business. It's not something where it's going to turn into a passion. Mm. So why would Stan Kroenke of, let's say, for example, Arsenal, why would he care if fans are outside the stadium when he's got an American football club, a basketball club and everything else? Yeah, you see, you see? So, so that's where it's at at the moment. But I love the fact that you relate life to basketball. I think that's, that's yeah, really no, impressive. Thank you, thank you for getting me on, man. Right what's your, here, what's, you know? your, what's your favorite um, basketball movie? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I have... I mean, a lot of people say white man can't jump. Right. Um, That's a classic. But for, for me, oh, man. For me, I would say he got game. Okay. You know, he got game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Danzel and, yes. and, and Ray Allen. Yes. Um, yeah, just an incredible film. Yeah, it's a, it was a classic um, as well. Classic. Yeah. Um, you know, LeBron James is dropping Space Jam Part 2. What do you uh, think of that? I don't know. Should the, should the no, original be no, remade? Nah. Right? In my opinion, no. But I love LeBron, man. He He's somebody on and off the court. And yeah. that's exactly what I was talking about when it comes to you, bro. Yeah. People, you know LeBron James, mm. some Fox anchor told him to shut up and dribble. Yeah, yeah. What, you know what I mean? They, they yeah. think that if you're, if, you're a, if you're a radio host or if yeah. you're a basketball player, football player, you got no right to have an opinion about what's going on in yeah. the outside world yeah. and that's what I love about Le- LeBron Le- LeBron speaks his yes. mind yes. and he has a big platform he has he has a school man he's incredible no big up to him but I don't think Space Jam could be touched right. you know, I, wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you specifically because yeah. I know How you you're right for that I, I, I haven't seen the second one I've only yeah. read things about it but to be honest the first one man yeah. it, you know you know it's good when you can watch it at any time Thanks. in your life yeah. and you can still enjoy it Facts, bro. That, that's it's, it. it's, it's coming out soon. I can't wait to see it, but you know, big up LeBron. But again, you know, no one is gonna touch, uh, you know, yeah. MJ's legacy with that one. But some, some, some movies you don't touch, in my opinion. You yeah. know? But again, yeah. I, I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to uh, to check it out. But again, you guys, it's all about OD, man. I'm gonna do it. Go follow him, man. Incredible guy. Seriously, you, um, what you bring to the table, bro. What you bring to uh, Pulse. What you bring to the region here mm. is really needed and I can't wait to get you back on coaching bro oh, thank you man I appreciate you it you are a coach I wish you my coach man. like you if you're if you're back I'm gonna start playing football because I want you to be my coach I heard I heard you can play by the way I'm a goalie that's what I heard yeah look at my size the, bro the rumors like, are true I don't have to move you know and that's it I block <laughs> it <laughs> but you can get, at least you know what the ball will stick when you put your hand out you catch it rather than people that parry it you, you know how you put people under fire always who's your favorite goalkeeper ever me yeah Peter Schmeichel. Oh, oh, I love you. Yeah, Peter really, Schmeichel. yeah. Schmeichel. Yeah, yo, that dude. Yeah, he, he's the greatest for me. Ah oh, man, opinion. I love him, but I love Casillas, but Schmeichel, Schmeichel. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a don. Oh my God, man, <laughs> my love and respect to you just ready. went on. <laughs> I had that ready. Much love to you, Odie. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that was big hash. Remember, you can still catch him and Anascope every day on Yellow Home, right? New times this time, right? Four to p uh, four p.m. to six p.m. in Ramadan, man. Blessings. We just get people ready for iftar. Yeah. Get them annoyed a little bit and then they. (laughs) (laughs) Controversy, I love it. And there you have it, folks. You have reached full time on the halftime show. It's not every day I get Big Hass on the show, man. So I had to to take advantage of that. But thank you very much, Big Hass. Enjoy his show. Make sure you tune in. And I'll see you guys every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4, on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.